originally used in a mix um, of something of mine, and we wanted to do more because we enjoyed working together. So we did Fireman uh, under that name. Didn't tell anyone it was us. Then we did the next one, which was called Rushes In and uh, Rushes or whatever it was called. Rushes, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, had fun on that. And so then we just decided to get together. But this board, the only reason is because I like working with them. You know, just every so often we kind of uh, get a feeling to do something, you know. And oh, I think yeah. we met up at a party yeah. recently, and I said, hey, do you fancy doing a bit of fireman, you know? We just, so that's how it happened. It was just, um, you know, quite a sort of random thing. Mm. And you, you know, all we kind of needed was like a direction, just a thought that interested us both and excited us both. Yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah. let's go. And then you just go and you travel on that vibe, you know, you just follow that trail. We, our expectations, well, our intentions were very, you know, sea shanties folk. And then we went in, and I think that day we ended up doing something quite dirty blues, which started off quite folky. Yeah. And within an hour had gone dirty blues. And, and we sometimes would just listen to something or get a little bit of poetry or just talk about something we'd seen, you know, it would take us off in a direction. I mean, I remember we played an old blues record yeah. on one of the tracks, and it was like, oh yeah, go, let's go there. Yeah. And so then we just make our own thing up. And before yeah. we started, Paul had sent me a CD of our old sea shanties, and, uh, we were talk and I was talking about doing some English folk, traditional folk uh, sort of uh, source stuff. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd throw ideas like, let's get a lyric that's got sailors and street names and something else in it and throw that down and we'd, uh, you know, really throw it up in the air. And so you start off with all that. You start going, oh, yeah, across the sea, you're going to hear this kind of vibe. And then you start thinking, well, because I'm a writer anyway and youth producer, writer right. anyway, an artist, you start, instead of just letting it go too ad-lib, you start pulling a little bit of sense into it or making something of it, putting a bit of form on it. Yeah. And I think that's a kind of great thing to do, you know. You know you've got no time, you're just going to bang this thing down. So your first thought is your best thought. And um, just roll it out. And then he would choose what he thought were the best bits. And that's how we work. I, I know to let him choose. I trust him. Yeah. So Something like that. But I think the thing is, you know, great thing about firemen is it's to do with us having fun. Mm. That's kind of the only um, given when we come into this. We we know we just actually just want to vibe and have fun. We we wanted it to be not too over considered and over thought out and just be fun. So. Yeah, I think a lot of albums in the 60s were made like that. You do three-hour sessions and things like that and get an enormous amount achieved. Two songs, three-hour sessions, yeah. we used to do. Exactly. So, you know, having weeks and months to spend on one track is kind of be very counterproductive sometimes. So it was, it was an exercise, again, into just being uh, spontaneous and uh, free with it. And sometimes we did a couple of tracks a day on this album, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, someone used the word fresh about the sound of it. And I think that's a nice thing, because we did it in that kind of way. I think you do get a freshness, because mm. there there's no time to consider it too much, you know. 
it became exciting in the sense that it's so immediate and so unconsidered, but also you're kind of trusting the process enough for it to, it's like a sculptor revealing something out of a big block, you know, and you pull it out and then there's something quite emotional uh, in there, you know. Just turned out that way. Um, we, we definitely had done the modal jam uh, on one chord for a few minutes on the previous yeah. two. Yeah. And uh, I think we really just wanted to see how far we could push the spontaneous live uh, creative thing going. What we did, we grabbed some poetry books and just looked at a little vibe or maybe a a sentence and just chose a word out of it and then looked at another page, chose another word, started slotting words together that I liked. You know, there'd be uh, silent and then lovers from another thing. So we got silent lovers. So you start going, silent lover, don't stop running. Like the beat poets. Angel loving. Yeah, like Burroughs who used to do cut-ups and stick all the words together. But the nice thing is, no matter what you say, you always bring yourself to it. You can't help it. You know, I always say like Dickens would be writing about a female character. So it's a woman, but it's still Dickens. You know, he's still coming through the character. It, I remember just making up each little thing, not meaning anything. But as I say, when you put it together and it's you, inevitably you are saying something. But it's, it's not intentional at all, you know. You know, great songs do have an ambiguity that allow the listener to relate to it in their own personal way. And if other people are having their own ideas about what it means, that's, that's a good song, I think. But the intention was very random. And, but the thing is, whatever you do creatively, your emotional self will come through. And, you know, you may not be aware of it, it might be subliminal, but you have to have a confidence to do that, you know, because it's a fearless exercise, you get, you're really uh, being navigated by random elements. I mean, it's, you know, it could turn into a ritual humiliation, because you are opening yourself that wide, you know, uh, I'm going up to the mic, and I'm thinking, I've no idea what I'm doing, it's like trying to make a movie with no script. So it becomes like an uh, improvisational theatre workshop. Method. You know, it's like Mike Lee. Yeah. You are, you're just getting up there and you're going, right, my name is Derek. Yeah. Derek says, come to my party Thursday night. All welcome. Bring two bottles. You know, and you just start driving off. You don't know where it's coming from. And then suddenly in the middle of it, you go, two bottles. That's a good idea. And, you, you know, you start pulling that, lose the rest of it. And then you work off that. I remember in the 60s, just before we were going to do Sgt. Pepper, the Beatles record, um, I remember reading about this idea somewhere or picking it up, uh, an art thing or something. Um, and I just suggested it to the guys in the group because I had the song Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Go Back. I said, what if we like pretend to be this band and not us? Then it'll take the pressure of being the Beatles off John Lennon vocal will now be just a vocal without any of the expectations of how John felt he ought to sound or, or I ought to sound. So that kind of worked. That was a very free album to yeah. make. Just allowed us to go anywhere. Because we're not the Beatles, we're just this funny band, hey. And you can just, 
And it's a great thing to feel that free. So we picked that idea up again, and that's the, that's the uh, motto, the manifesto of the fireman. Just freedom. Yeah. I haven't got any plans at the moment. Uh, Everything's possible. It'd be great to do what we did in the studio in that three hours on a stage. Yeah. And the technology's almost there to be able to do that. So Paul would actually compose, construct, and overdub and layer a track live on stage. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, it'd be nice to do because we would have never ever done that before. Yeah. I can't think of anyone who has done that yeah. before. You know, you just actually make it up, you can involve the audience and stuff. And then, you know, some of the stuff off the uh, Electric Arguments album, we could play. You probably need just a bunch of tapes, yeah, but, but it's like a mix. Playing a beat. Yeah. Like a Billy Jean, you just start playing a beat. Yeah. And then put that in the computer, loop it up, and then you step away from the kit, yeah. get on the bass. Yeah. And then we just start playing around with it like that. Uh, you could, you know, it's, it's to be definitely live, yeah. you know. And you would have that same uh, adrenaline, or as my uh, mate used to call it, a drillion. <laughs> You'd have the same sort of thrill, you yeah. know. We'd, no idea where yeah. we're going. Yeah. <laughs> and you can take the audience yeah. right, right to that rock face of where it comes from in the first moment you, you, you have the idea of it. You know, completely putting your career on the line. It could go horribly wrong. I doubt it, though. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? That doesn't matter. I mean, we're yeah. doing that anyway.